Hi, this is Charlene, your host for Soul Sciences, the place where your inner experience meets outer exploration, or your inner exploration meets outer experience. Thanks for joining today's program of Soul Sciences. Listeners, we have a particular treat for you today, and that is I have Lena Fogelberg with me, all the way from Malaysia. Lena is the author of a best-selling book called A Beautiful Affliction. Welcome to the show, Lena. Thank you so much, Charlene. Now, did I get the name of your book correct? Is it My Beautiful Affliction or A Beautiful Affliction? No, it's just beautiful affliction. Oh, just beautiful. People should look under B for the beautiful affliction. Yeah. Lena, describe in a few words what your book is about. Oh, uh, it's a memoir, and it's my crazy story of what happened to me when uh, me and my family moved to the U.S. And? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, we settled in a small town outside of Philadelphia called Radnor, and, uh, well, just a couple of weeks after, uh, uh, we went in to have uh, physicals, and my husband and I, for driver's licenses. And it was discovered that I had a congenital uh, heart disease that was actually fatal. And I was, like, in the last stages. So I was dying. And uh, so that was horrible. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the, the book is really about what happens in Philadelphia, and it's also like every other chapter is a flashback to my life in Sweden and how I grew up with this, with this hidden uh, heart disease that no one knew about, but I could still feel it. I knew something was wrong in my body, and no one believed me. And uh, so it's it's like a mystery. It reads like pretty much like a mystery. People have told me that, and uh, like a thriller also because it's pretty dramatic what happens. Oh, it's astonishing. The book is absolutely unputdownable, not in the least because of the power you have as a writer. You are poetic so as well, and you, you write directly from your emotions in a most poetic and intelligent way. And of course, your experience was so harrowing. Yeah, Just, it yeah. was. It was a big thing, a big ordeal, and uh, yeah, it really, when something like that happens, it really triggers a lot of emotions, like you said, a lot of thinking about, you know, about life, and I had, we had two small daughters, and I, I really struggled with the thought of leaving them behind, and so a lot of thoughts about death and dying, and, but it, yeah, it can be pretty dark at times. Uh, the story, but it's also like funny, and <laughs> yes, I hope it will be uplifting. Well, you know, I think there are a number of really high points. There's so many high points in the book, uh, Lena. One of them is, as you mentioned, as a reader, when I read the parts of your extraordinary writing about your daughters and how much you wanted to play with them, and you didn't have the energy. And you have this terror that the darkness is going to take you. 
and I don't want to give a spoiler away, but the way the whole thing turns around and we know that you are healed, that sort of underlines all of it and makes the darkness possible. But I can't imagine still what that would have been like because you didn't know that when you were going through it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like looking back, we, we know how it ended and I know how it ended, but I really tried when I wrote the book to, uh, to bring the reader on me, with me in the present moment because in the present moment I had no idea how things would turn out. I really thought that I would die and no one would ever find out what was wrong with me and so I became depressed and, and as you mentioned it was really difficult to, to have this longing to be with my children and to play with them and go to the playground and, and I didn't have the strength. I was so weak. And it was real painful. Oh, and I think you totally succeed in bringing the reader along with you because I had an enormous sense of frustration and that I, it's, it's harder for me uh, because I have strong physical energy and always have had, but I, I was aware of how what an incredible complex situation you were in. You were trying to help with the move and you were trying to be there as a proper mother and, and loving mother and wanted to play with your girls and your husband stepped in so often to support you as well. Yeah, he was amazing. He really was. And and he really helped out as much as he possibly could. Yes. And he yeah, provided for us and everything. So but and then afterwards when my heart disease uh, was discovered, uh, they told me I was like a ninety year old woman. Oh. So it wasn't so strange I was tired. <laughs> no, no, it was not. And you know you get you have the foresight now. So when we're 90 and I'm talking to you, you can say to me, oh, no, Charlene, I remember this was like it before. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, how long did it take to write the book? Uh, well, first I wrote it in Swedish, and that took about a year. And then I decided that I needed to write it in English instead. And that took about a year, too. So perhaps two years, something like that. And how long after the discovery of the congenital heart condition that you had were you able to begin writing the book? Um, about three years afterwards. I think I had to process the whole thing. Oh, a couple yeah. Of years. And I was I was thinking just physical energy after what you had to do to get well. I yeah. thought, well, that's going to be major, major. And how did you published through She Writes Press? How did you end up with She Writes Press? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, after I had written the book in English, I started thinking about the American publishing system, mm. and I was a little bit intimidated by the whole agent thing. Mm -hmm. We don't have that in Sweden. As much. Oh. Uh, no, you just submit to the publisher in Sweden. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, and so I, I actually approached a couple of agents, and they were interested, and they took, like, the longest time to decide. And meanwhile, mm -hmm. my, my editor suggested She Writes Press that I contact Brooke Warner. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did. I contacted her, and we just connected instantly, and she's amazing. And I researched She Writes Press, their books, their amazing covers, and all that they do, and I felt that I really have to be a part of this. This is amazing. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, yeah, so I, I contacted my agent, uh, those agents, and I was like, uh, I'm going to go with she writes. <laughs> 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 and I, I re I'm really happy with my decision. So, 
That's excellent. Can you give us a little bit of inside information about She Writes Press? How does it work? Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, a press for women authors. Mm -hmm. And uh, it grew out of She Writes, which is the world's largest platform for women writers. Oh. I think they have like um, at least 26,000 members. Yes. Yeah, so it's an online platform called She Writes. And uh, it's amazing. And you can connect with other writers. And so, so She Writes Press grew out of that. And the founder is Kami Wyckoff and the publisher is Brooke Warner. And the CEO is Crystal Patriarch. And uh, they have been really supportive and amazing. And um, so it's, an, it's a smaller independent publisher. They just signed their, uh, their author number 200. So 200 authors. Oh. Uh, yeah. And did they edit your book and help you with the structure of it? Or did you have that pretty much down pat? Yeah, I, I was finished with my book because I had, I had another editor. But they do help with that. They help with editing and yeah, everything you need. So uh, it's a great publisher. Oh, that's excellent to hear. You know, we hear so many negative stories about publishing and how difficult or the bad experiences people have. So I'm so happy to hear from you that She Writes Press has just been an absolutely great match for you and your work. Were you yeah. ever were you ever surprised by anything in the publication process? Uh, yeah, a lot of things. When I went into it, I was I really knew nothing. <laughs> So I felt it was an excellent learning opportunity uh, also to publish with She Writes Press. Yes. And as, like I mentioned, it's, it's sort of like a hybrid publisher. So it's it's an independent publisher, but yeah, it's it's a new kind of business model. And uh, I highly recommend it. It's wonderful. And um, well, uh, I was surprised particularly with the endorsements. I hadn't given that much thought. Oh, yeah, you need these blurbs on the cover of your book. You need endorsements by other authors. Yes. And, and I didn't know any authors in the U.S. Oh, my. Yeah, so that was uh, pretty daunting. So, But I, I contacted some people, and I sent out requests, and they were all so nice, and they gave me wonderful endorsements, so I'm really happy with that. Well, that's a beautiful story as well. I'm glad. Now, what was it that made you decide you had to write the book in English if you had already written it in Swedish? Um, well, um, well, I, I, I wrote it first in Swedish, and I, I wasn't 100% happy with how it turned out, I have to admit. All right. But I felt that I had done my best, and I sent it to a couple of Swedish publishers, and they showed uh, some interest. And we had some discussion back and forth. But that was uh, a really struggling time for publishers in Sweden. So it was kind of difficult to come to an agreement. And uh, I don't know what happened. Suddenly one day I just woke up and I was like, no, I tell this story in English. It takes place in Philadelphia and it wow. all takes place in the U.S. I, I really need to do this. And then I started to sort of translate the text. Yes, and then uh, it's it sort of uh, I realized I can't just translate it. I need to rewrite it in English, really. Beautiful. And, yeah, and then I sort of I just found the story in the English language. I was so much happier with how it turned out, and I found the words to tell it properly. And I really think it was the right decision for me. That is an ex 
extraordinary thing you just said that you found the story when you didn't just translate it but rewrote it in English and and as someone who studied enough about literature to know that translations are tricky and we never can get to the heart of the language that it's originally written in what I'm hearing you assure our listeners and assure me of that you feel much better about the text that is written in English yeah I really do and I think a, a big uh... Part of it is that it really takes place in the U.S., yes. so uh, a lot of conversations, like dialogue, they, they it happen in English. Yes. So I think it's more authentic when I write it in English. Yes, um, I, I that makes a lot of sense. Geography really does influence. I've actually traveled through Sweden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just once. It's a beautiful country. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. It really is. Just exquisite in so many ways. And But you do a very interesting comparison without being nasty at all about it, but you're very clear about the difference between the American medical system and the Swedish medical system. Yeah, there are some significant differences. And I wanted to highlight them in the book, but I, yeah, like you said, for sure, I didn't want to... Um, paint anything like in really like in dark colors sure uh, I just wanted to compare it and let the let the reader decide what they think uh, really took place and what happened because I don't want to like put it in some, someone's face <laughs> what I think about it I, I hear what you're saying and you do that beautifully you stay right within the experience that you had in Sweden on a few more than one occasion and then the experience that you had in the U.S. And, of course, the U.S. is struggling right now in the medical community amongst its population because there are some people who want to do more like the Canadians do, like we do here in Canada, and have um, a more or less free or a tax-base-supported medical system. And there are a whole lot of people who think that's going to be a bad idea. So I thought it, the timing was really amazing to me that your book would come out with such definitively clear understanding of the advantages without, as you say, without any uh, getting on a pulpit or trying to ram home an idea or thinking about it. You just talk very directly. But that is the way you write. You write in such a naked way, if you don't mind me putting it that way, but you write just from the actual emotional experience you're having in your bones at that time. And that is so compelling. Thank you so much. Oh, it's so true. I, it's a joy. The book is a joy to read and in spite of or maybe because of the intensity, what's happening. And I was struck also, and tell me if this was true, I had the feeling that you might have had two revelations when the medical community in the U.S. described to you what had been wrong all along. And the first revelation was, of course, the physical one. Oh, yes, I've known, and now it has a name. And now someone's found it. But I have to believe that you might have thought you were crazy up until then. Was, yeah. it, was there a kind of strange time when you weren't sure if this was in your head, or did you always know it was sincerely grounded in your body? Yeah, well, I had known for years and years that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I had known, like you said, like I had known it in my bones. Yes. But I, I don't think I had articulated it in words, perhaps. Right. Uh, like in the book, I mentioned the monster. Yes. 
because that is really how it felt. It felt right. like something inhabited in my body, and I had no idea what it was. Yes. So I, I grasped for the words that I that I could find. Like I was wondering, is this like an infection? Is it like what is going? Like I had no idea what was going right. on. And uh, so it was really, and that has also triggered a lot of thinking. Um, like how much words really matters to us yes. to know yes and to to describe things accurately that is tremendously important especially when it comes to our bodies and our yes. because our identities are so connected to our bodies now this is yes. a fascinating conversation then thank you so much lena fogelberg listeners readers get the book beautiful affliction by lena fogelberg that's it, that's all for now. That's it, that's all for today's program. Thanks for joining us here at Soul Sciences. And thanks to Kevin McLeod for that lovely intro and extra music called Carefree. For more of my work, please go to www.soulsciences.net. And remember, take good care of each other.